Well, Josh, 2021 and something bad happened to me already. <laughs> Ain't that this the way. was supposed to be the good year. All capital, the good year. TM. The good year. Underline. Are you ready for this? I don't know if I am. I don't know if I can emotionally take this. All right. So I have one rule in this wild and crazy life of mine. Mm-hmm. And that is, if the radio says their phone number, you have to call. Okay. Doesn't matter if you know what it's for. Okay. Like if it's a contest, you got to enter. You have to put yourself out there. So yesterday I was passengering in the car while David drove and the radio folk was like, hey, call this number. So I dial this number. He picks up immediately. He says, how do you describe 2020 in one word? And I was like, oh, easy. And I said something like buck wild, you know, just like fun. I, I know better than to swear. I'm a consummate professional. Sure. He says, awesome. Uh, then he says, I'm going to send you a bag of Skittles. I don't know why. And I laughed. And then he was like, awesome. Have a good day. And I was like, thank you. You too. It plays on the radio. And Josh, I am looking at you in the Zoom eye right now. I am telling you, they edited it. So it was a completely different thing that happened. What? What yeah. happened? So so they edited it. So it just said, I said, buck. And then bleeped out. I didn't swear. Mm-hmm. And then he recorded himself making a joke that he did not make. He made a joke like taste the rainbow or something. He did not make it on the phone. Then they edited in my laughing. So it sounded like I was responding to his joke. Which is, first off, a sin. Second <laughs> off, <laughs> I'm going to go back and re-edit all of these podcast episodes. I was going to say, this is a thing we can do. Just take you laughing, clip it in constantly. Look, we we are professionals here. We take our craft very seriously. And the problem is when another person in an audio medium does pulls this kind of bullshit, it brings us all down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes us all look bad. Oh, man. It just really was like a pulling the veil back, you know, peeking behind the curtain. And you can't believe anything you hear these days. I would not have laughed that hard at him saying, taste the rainbow. That is arguably, if you were to just say to someone out of nowhere, taste the rainbow, that feels aggressive and probably like an HR violation. I feel like I probably would have said beep off and then hung up. Yeah. And then they would have bleeped the off, not the. Yeah. Thing not that you the swore. Right part. Yeah. Isn't that a scandal? 2020. Ruined. <laughs> Welcome to being earnest. A very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm beep Paula. <laughs> and we're here to bring you the sincere and earnest topics of this the year of our Lord, 2021. Happy t- 2021st birthday, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> What's our topic this week, Paula? Our topic this week is eggs. Eggs, 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 eggs. Egg. So, excellent. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the easiest word to pun with? Yeah. Excellent extravaganza. Extra- extravagant. Extravagant exceptional oh god there's too many yep Um, my egg's wife josh are you an egg guy 
you know, I wasn't an egg guy and now I'm an egg man. Goo-goo-goo-choo. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, uh, I used to not really eat that many eggs. Eggs were kind of like a specifically Passover food for me because I'd have cereal in the morning and cereal isn't, it's not kosher for Passover because it's got flour and grain and things like that. So I would only get like scrambled eggs. You were getting the fancy kind of cereal with the flour and the grain. So I, oh, see, you're better than all of us who are just putting powder sugar in milk. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't have cereal in the morning or a bagel or something like that. And so we'd have, for some reason, I always associated scrambled eggs with Passover because it was a, a breakfast food we could have. And they were fine. Like scrambled eggs are fine. Um, and then in college started getting at the omelet station. So started treating myself to an omelet every once in a while, but that was always kind of meh. But recently my, my kind of quarantine COVID go-to has been on weekends. I make myself an egg sandwich. So I'll fry an egg and put like salami and a slice of cheese and a pretzel toasted pretzel bun. Like you were going all out. Yeah. So like it's, they've become a much larger part of my life is the short version of that. And I like eggs. I like eggs. And egg topia of life. I don't know. <laughs> mm, it's okay. We can keep working on we'll keep it. Keep working. We'll keep. How about you, Paula? How do you feel about eggs? No, I don't like them. I think they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> All versions. Uh, okay. The only, to me, the only acceptable egg and Josh, you've been with me at diners. You know this. I need that thing cooked. So it is essentially a, a fried flat surface. Like over extra hard. So it's, I want it practically burnt. Then I want to cover it in hot pepper or hot sauce. Then I want to cover that in uh, the Kirkland Costco brand version of everything bagel seasoning. And then that is the only way I'll eat the egg. But so you, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, but I mean, you know, full disclosure, we're talking eggs this week in a little bout of cross promotion. Yeah. Because <laughs> my goal in 2021 is I really want to make myself like hard boiled eggs. I am gagging at the idea of eating a hard boiled egg. And you're doing this over at Paula Eats Lean Cuisines? Yes. Yes. So we're going live and I'm eating a hard boiled egg version every day with with a different person on live um, until I feel like stopping. So probably by the time this art, this, uh, episode comes out. Um, but I, I, oh, I tried yesterday. I, to me, that is the grossest food. Hmm. Do you like a hmm. hard boiled egg? I do like a hard boiled egg. Ugh. I like a soft boiled egg. Ugh. I feel like I'm doing the equivalent of like, you know, in Lizzo's boys. Yeah. Where it's like, I like pretty boys. I like city boys. <laughs> like just every <laughs> version of eggs that I like. I like over easy. I like soft boiled. <laughs> yeah. I like a hard boiled. I like a soft boiled. I like an over easy. I like an over medium. I like a scramble. Oh. When it's random. Not a scramble. <laughs> so here's the thing is that like uh, what you described is essentially like frying up your own plate for you. Mm-hmm. That you've like created a plate where you can put your condiments on and then you eat condiments and the plate as a novelty item. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of, of a runny egg. Mm -hmm. I like a I like an I don't know that this actually exists. My brother once said it was playing Calvin Ball to say this to order this, but I kind of like an over medium egg. Oh yeah, I can uh, over medium egg is like my only socially acceptable answer. Got it. Like, that's the thing I'll suffer through if I'm if I'm in uh, mixed company. <laughs> but I like a soft boiled egg a lot um, where like, you know, like in a ramen where you've got it and then you just kind of like tap it and it, and it goes in. Uh, I, it's great. I am telling you, I think the grossest part of an egg is the smell 
And then I think the second grossest part of the egg is the yolk. Really? Oh my god. Oh, oh, I don't oh, even it's know. Just so rich. Oh. How is that mm. a food? <laughs> it's been a food for millennia, Paula. <laughs> you know, I the reason I really want to like a hard-boiled egg though is I think that that is like the most glamorous, healthy person food imaginable. It's to be like, sorry, me and my hard-boiled egg. I guess I just like eat this for breakfast. Got it. Or to be like, oh, I guess I will have some hard-boiled egg on my salad. I do need some more protein. Yeah, I guess I just like want a little protein. Sometimes I just boil up some eggs. Can I tell you a true story? Sure, please. So what if I was like, can I tell you a complete bold-faced lie? Um, so one time, true story, I was on the mega bus from Chicago to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, as mega buses do, it caught on fire. <laughs> yep. Um, and we had to stop. <laughs> but until then, this guy was sitting maybe two rows ahead of me and was sucking down hard-boiled eggs. He brought out a Ziploc bag that I swear to you had 12 in. It was like the pink dinosaur from Mario, just like sucking them down. And then when we stop for two hours while the bus situation is fixed, he buys more eggs. Can you believe that? That feels like, so a couple thoughts on this one, that feels like the kind of thing that an alien would do where they're like, they'd be given. They like, um, they like the egg. Yeah. Or like a lizard that has been turned into a person and doesn't know what to do. Yes. Um, Just want to keep their hands busy. Yes, exactly. Um, I will say, because this is what I was going to bring up is this other piece is that at a a hard boiled egg is kind of one of those things where it's, it's on the one hand, kind of glamorous and kind of healthy in this like staple of health. Right. But when you get more than I would say three of them at once, it's the grossest thing in the universe. Um, my friend Adam, when he was studying for his first semester of, uh, law school, final exams, apparently brought just a Tupperware of hard boiled eggs into the, into the library and just studied and just ate a bunch of hard-boiled eggs like a monster like a machine oh my god i the worst part of hard-boiled eggs being around someone eating hard-boiled eggs is the smell oh yeah for sure so if this is lingering if it is multiple eggs again and again yeah and it's that feels very specific to hard-boiled eggs like other eggs don't have that egg smell but the hard-boiled eggs have that hard-boiled egg smell the rest of the eggs are just trying to cover it up (laughs) Now, these are the hard-boiled ones that you can't get off the force. Now, Josh, my question for you is, where is the line between, like, or like, why is there a line between, like, we can eat chicken eggs, but most other eggs can't eat? Can't, can't be like, can I, can I fry you up some lizard eggs? Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, and well, what you sure- eat a lizard egg? Mm, good question. No. Um, caveating this in all of the ways in terms of like, this is what, you know, American Western culture sees of this, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure there are other lots of kinds of eggs where people may eat lizard eggs. Um, my, my hope would be is that some just amazing prehistoric society were like, all right, it's time to do the big egg challenge. And they took one egg of every type and they just kind of went through and kept a list. And like, you know, they like the Babylonians were just like, okay, good. All right. Chicken egg. Great. Ostrich egg. Weird. 
but really big, pretty good, kind of hard to get. Roster just kick a lot. And then they were like, lizard egg. Mm, kind of gross, kind of slimy. And so they did the, they did, they put in the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They did like, um, you know, occasionally you'll find a blog that does like best burger in Chicago or whatever. Yeah. They're like the wire cutter or eater. Yeah. But for, but in like on, but it was all like chiseled into plates. Yeah. Or like stone or whatever. Now, the thing is, chickens are dumb as hell. Right? Yeah, like that's sure, the yeah. whole thing. Chickens are really dumb. So they're pretty easy for us to manipulate into people having backyard chicken. You know, like a, a chicken's not going to fight us. Yeah, sure. Thank God we didn't land on ostriches. Yeah. Can you imagine if people had like backyard ostrich pens? Those things are mean. Yeah, some I know that there are ostrich farms, but yeah, like your common it's not like here in Chicago where someone will just have a chicken coop in the back of their Rogers Park apartment uh, house. Yeah. It's like we have an ostrich pen. I think if ostriches had been the egg that they decided on, I think I think the world population would be half what it is cuz I think people would have been killed off long ago. Mm, and maybe but, we would have been for the better. Maybe for the better cuz I went to an ostrich farm once and Oh wow. Absolutely so aggressive, so mean. To feed them, they give you a dustpan on a big stick, and you have to ease it into the pen. And if you get your hand too close, they try to peck off your hand. Those things are mean. I mean, I'd be angry, too, if I was that big and couldn't fly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like they're constantly being mocked by all the other birds that can fly. Oh, pigeons just circling their head. Yeah. No, I'm not sure this is funny, but it is something I just thought of. <laughs> That's the name, the new name of the podcast. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if this is funny, but it is a thing, right? It definitely is a thing. Yeah. So it seems like there's a discrepancy between whether we eat bird or eat egg. Go on. So for example, eat chicken and eat chicken egg. We do both of those things and they're both pretty normal. Absolutely. Duck. Not you can eat you can eat duck and you can eat duck eggs, and both of them are a little bit of a delicacy. Not it tracks again, same thing. Opposite delicacy for me is those chocolate pop tarts. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I'm sorry, you're you're making me think of there uh, there are fancy restaurants that make homemade pop tarts. Yeah. And it's like they ugh, everything yeah, can be yeah, fancy yeah, if you want now. it to be. It's ours now. Yeah. But turkeys, we eat turkey pretty regularly on major occasions. We've never, I, have you even heard of buying a turkey egg? Well, Josh, I'm actually glad you brought this up because I pulled up our friend, the internet. Okay. Because you're right. You're right. Why do we not eat them? Yeah. Well, what I does got, the internet say? What does I she tell us? A, I got you a freaking answer. Okay. Number one, turkeys take up more space. Number two, they don't lay eggs as often. Number three, they have to be raised for quite a bit longer before they begin to lay eggs. So therefore, housing and feed-related expenses would be considerably higher. They also are completely edible, similar consistency. You know, it's just pretty much like, okay. It's just big chicken has forced out. It does say they're creamy, kind of like a duck egg. And like they're speckled like a quail egg, but it just kind of seems like the whole the whole point of it is like it just seems like a lot of work for something we already have. 
Does that make you happy? No, I really want a turkey egg. I want to eat a turkey egg. I want all, I want to pay a premium for the inconvenience to eat a turkey egg. I will go on Craigslist right now and I will put a post. We'll pay premium price for turkey egg. <laughs> Craigslist, the number one purveyor I, of eggs. How tall are you? How tall are you? Five foot nine, I guess. <laughs> yep, brown hair. Okay, five foot nine boy, brown hair, glasses, <laughs> former acapella singer, would pay premium price for turkey egg. <laughs> Serious inquiries only. Um. <laughs> then a clip of me singing a beautiful song. <laughs> Because it's very confusing because why would you be singing? Yeah. Because it's just kind of the whole aura of the turkey egg. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, legends aren't born, they're made. Yeah, it's it's very true. (laughs) When you were reading that, I I eventually realized that that you were talking about it would just be inconvenient because they take up too much time because these turkeys, every turkey is a unit. Every single one of them, regardless of sex, they're all units. They're huge. Yeah. Yeah, I and, thought you meant uh, I thought you meant that they're a new measurement unit. Like we know four turkeys long, yeah. seven turkeys wide. <laughs> I just meant that they were diesel. Um, <laughs> and I thought that the reason why I thought not why I thought the article you were reading was not why we don't see turkey eggs more often, but in fact why a turkey can't lay an egg. It's like they're too big, too big, Doesn't too big, sense. too dumb. Yeah. Now, Josh, can I pivot for a second? Of course. The second name of our, the other name of our podcast. Yeah. Can I pivot? What dinosaur do you think's eggs would be best in an Denver omelet? Ooh. Denver omelet, we're talking, what is that? Ham and onions? Yeah, I think it's ham, onions, green peppers, maybe. In it too. It's got a little bit of Southwest feel to it. Just like how Denver only has a little bit of Southwest feel to it, but they really, boy, how did, did they try for it? Boy, do they try. Um, Ham, onion, pepper. Yeah. Now there might be a different, um, there might be a different dinosaur for like a fried egg or. Yeah, know. this is what, yeah, no, you, this is exactly the line of reasoning that I was following. And what I'm thinking about is that in this particular case, you probably want more of an herbivore. Just because you want to compliment that ham. Yeah, the smoke you know what I mean? of the ham. Yeah, you want something to cut through that but be a little bit of sharp. So like yeah. something that's eating a lot of arugula, something <laughs> where you can get those kind of bitter microgreens kind of taste to it. So you maybe want a bronchiosaurus, like a long Yeah. Neck. Yeah, like a little foot. Yeah, yeah. We're very good at dinosaur names. <laughs> Big long neck. Now yeah. I think if you're doing an avocado toast, you know, mm-hmm. I love an avocado toast, putting an egg on top of that, that is the acceptable way to eat an egg. Fry that sucker till it looks like a piece of cardboard. Until it's toast again? Yeah. Then it's a sandwich. I think that's going to be a T-Rex. You want something that has like an aggressive texture. Mm, interesting. See, I, what I think the best part of that is that you're, it's going to be too big as an egg too, though, yeah. is the thing. I think that we're, yeah, I, I think we are both right and we're both wrong in no. that, you know, I just want something you you would, like a T-Rex egg or a, or a Littlefoot egg. That's like... How many, op- one of those is going to make a whole family an omelet? I think that we can, I was going to say we have no way of knowing the size of dinosaurs, but that's absolutely not true. <laughs> you know, you can make an egg and then I think you're just thinking very narrow-mindedly about how we're going to eat eggs in this situation because you could slice it. I mean, you can slice it if you cook the yolk in a bad way, but sure. if you wanted that thing to be runny, well, we're talking about Dinosaur Mountain here. I said it's an omelet. Sure. Okay. That was an omelet. Yes. Yeah. But on avocado toast. Now let me, let me ask you an important follow-up question. Yes. 
obviously there comes a time in everyone's life where they discuss this. Mm-hmm. Let's say you were in Jurassic Park. Now, the concept of Jurassic Park is those are real dinosaurs that they've breed, bred. Yeah, as close to real as possible using chicken DNA. Sure. How much money would you spend on breakfast at Jurassic Park made of dinosaur eggs? How much money would you spend to say that you've eaten dinosaur egg before you were like, that's too much money? So I have to preface... I have to preface my answer with, I saw Jurassic Park for the first time this year. Me too. I, wow. Look at us. The old one. Yeah. Yeah. The original. The original. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it when I, I think I watched it when I had COVID and just watched because it because it's on Netflix. Check mm-hmm. it out. What Not I will it. say. I'll say, I'll tell you this. Jeff Goldblum, he's in it. He is in it. Sam Neill, also in it. Laura Dern, in it. Mm. She's so beautiful. So- the reaction I had at the very end of the movie where they're showing all the unsold merch yeah. from Jurassic Park, my reaction was, I know that the whole point of this movie was the hubris of capitalism and all these various things, sure. but I would pay any price to get some of those, some of that merch. Like some of those shirts look so sweet. The backpack. So cool. <laughs> so, so choice. Cool. And so. Go on. And so I think if they were like, this is a dinosaur egg omelet. Or like we made a like uh like a dinosaur egg Benedict. Yeah. I'd pay $35 for that. What if it's 50? How far have I I've I've flown to a remote island already at this point, right? That is I'm telling you, that is the biggest marketing pain with the Jurassic Park. You're making people fly to an island to see some dinosaurs where the whole thing they do is drive through in a cart once. <laughs> That's ridiculous. People don't even do that for Disney World. <laughs> you There's can't even get a fast things pass. in the area. Yeah. <laughs> a 10-minute ride. Ooh, where you yeah, might get right, eaten. All right, here you go. Here's the price. Here's the price. You open the menu. Everything on it, regular price. Toast. Also, it is just you. Okay? Me and you go to Jurassic Park Island. I slept in. I missed it. Mm. All that way. So you are on your own for breakfast. You open up the menu. There is like, Sorry, important question. Is yeah. it just us because we've booked this privately or is it just us because we're the only two people stupid enough to go to Jurassic Park after there's been a dinosaur attack? I think like um, it's kind of like how the world is going to be taking cruises post-COVID. Like people got are still it. Got it, got it. We just wanted to do something big. Yeah. I, so I slept in. So what I'm saying is there's no option. I'm still going to make it to the dinosaurs. But what I'm saying is there's no options for you to share any of this. Okay, got it. You sit down at breakfast. This is the one meal you are eating on Jurassic Park Island. Okay. You open up the menu. It's overpriced, but in a way that like, um, you know, those things just tend to be overpriced at tourist attractions. Or just like any hotel. Yeah. Any hotel, no the breakfast is like $20 for no good reason. Yeah. It's like a, a, a cup of yogurt is going to be like $8.50. Right. Um, so you're looking at the prices. Cup of yogurt, $8.50 regular, you know, what do they call it? A lumberjack breakfast with like two eggs, the toast, mm-hmm. regular bacon, regular eggs. We're talking 1550, you know, not unreasonable, but a little high, but definitely inflated. Yes, absolutely. But then you see a dinosaur egg Denver omelet. It is $75 and 80 cents. This is your only meal on the Island, but also keep in mind expenses. Because we had to fly there. We have to stay in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Do you buy it? 
I, I do, but with one caveat. Yeah. I would talk to the server and be like, is it worth it? I would have that conversation. Well, they know their tip weighs on it, you know? Oh, yeah, well, totally. And we both know that, but it's about me having the interaction with the server to be able to, like, just to be justify like... justify it? To justify it. It's that I'm going to do it anyway, but I just needed to, like, have that human interaction so that they know I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, the the better move is just to be confident and be like, I don't even need to look at the menu. Give me the, give me the Dinosaur Denver omelet. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. Something about it would be like, would be like, is it real dinosaur? <laughs> is it really from a dinosaur? Are you, is it from a dinosaur or is it just from something named Denver? I really think like the creators of Jurassic Park really overestimated how much we appreciate nature for what it is. Mm-hmm. Because like if you told me, oh, you can go to this park and you can see some dinosaurs, I'd be like, that is pretty wild. I'm going to Google that later. But if you told me, hey, you two can fly to this park. You can see dinosaurs, but more importantly, the dinosaurs aren't up to snuff. They cut them in the kitchen and you can eat those suckers. You can eat their eggs. You can eat their meat. I would go, holy crap, we're eating dinosaur and I would book our flights. (laughs) It's a better story. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, it is. Not, and also, I don't think PETA can be mad about that. You know what I mean? Because we if created anything, them in the first place. It's yeah. like... If anything, it's just like lab-grown meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, this is the equivalent of the Beyond Burger, but this Beyond Burger is 70 feet tall. So far beyond burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I would make a huge deal. I would bring us down there. I'd be like, we're eating dinosaur. I would take one bite. This Because you know if the if the... Omelet is $75. The steak is going to be $315. Yeah. We sit down. We share the steak. I take one bite. I go, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> so in pop culture, there's lots of pranks that go on with, you know, like egging a house or TPing a house, things yeah. like that. Is that ever, have you ever in real life actually experienced any of that or done it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, TPing was really big during homecoming at my high school, but mm-hmm. it was like, a, it was like a badge of honor. If you got TP'd, it was not considered bad. Ah, gotcha. Like the cool kids got TP'd. Um, and I don't want to brag, but senior year I did get TP'd. Wow. Kind of a wow. big, kind of a big moment. And I remember being like, oh my gosh. But, um, then somebody forked the yard of our, uh, algebra teacher, which is when you stick plastic forks sticking up all over their yard. Mm-hmm. And she didn't come to school for four days. Do you think she tripped? I think she was just, she was like, I'm going to break, I'm going to wring their little necks. <laughs> Imagining her being like, all right, stay three. You got this, Janice. You can do this. And then steps outside and just closes the door immediately. It's like, God damn it. I can't do this. <laughs> um, have you ever been, I will not confirm or deny if I've ever been doing it myself though. Have you? No, never, yeah. never. But I was also lame and not popular. And continue um, to be. I was not popular. <laughs> um, now, my favorite thing about TPing or uh, egging someone's house or something is like in high school, it's so like goofy, right? Like it's like, oh, high schoolers are TPing each other's house. High schoolers are egging. Well, my my dad would kill someone if they egged our house. But, you know, like TPing, all that. Can you imagine doing it as an adult? Can you imagine being like, I am so mad 
and my boss drive me to his house so I can throw toilet paper in his tree. Yeah, it's a felony. <laughs> it's just a straight up felony. It's it's a weird thing that we do where we're like, oh, kids. It's like, no, that's a that's a felony. It just would be so <laughs> like when you're in high school and you go to school and you're like, oh man, we're gonna TP Mr. Carlson later, like whatever. That is such a huge jump between like an adult doing that to another adult. Yeah, imagine coming into your office, remember offices, um, and your desk was just, there was just someone threw a bunch of eggs on your desk and then covered it in toilet paper. And you come in and you're like, why is my cubicle covered in toilet? Oh, not just toilet paper. It's also eggs. I guess this is the equivalent to Jim from the office. Yeah, which is ultimately, and I'm sorry that people need to hear this, but that show is really wonderful and Jim is a bully. Jim is such a bully. He's so overrated. The hot one on the series is Andy. <laughs> I I don't know how to react to that because on the one hand, maybe, and on the other hand, um, people are like, oh, you did acapella like Andy on the office. And so like, I don't know. It's kind of a compliment in a background, <laughs> in a backhanded <laughs> way. Kind of a backhanded compliment. I just think it's such a hard line to do a good prank because it just gets mean so fast. It's like, it's hard. It just takes so much planning maybe is what it is to do something that is truly funny, but also like has that little bit of fear in it, but also no one knows that they're actually going to get injured. And also that you're not actually destroying someone's entire psyche or doing something that HR will get mad at you later. Yes, it has to be the perfect type of person, too. It has to be a person who you know will take it as a joke, as a compliment, even. Yes. As a, you love me so much that you have chosen to prank me. Yes. And I'll tell you what, it's not always who you think. Somebody pranked me, I would go, ah, ha, ha, ha. then I would turn, I would lock myself in the bathroom, I would cry for three days. <laughs> well, that's the, that was what I was going to say, is like, also, a fellow prankster, in the same way that, like, you can't, that sometimes people who are really biting or funny or, like, willing to be self-deprecating doesn't mean that they want to hear it from someone else. So, like, someone who does a lot of pranks or, like, otherwise seems like the right kind of person, you really got to know them because otherwise you just end up, uh, even if they're fun, it doesn't mean that they like getting pranked. This is a nice lesson. Yes. Hey. Hey. Or you prank. I got too earnest. I went to into the earnest. <laughs> you went you went into the earnest void. Now the only way out is keeping earnest. Josh, keep saying earnest things. Um come on, you the only way out <laughs> is through. Uh sometimes I I at the end of the day, I I know I need to get more vitamin C. And so I buy those little cutie uh clementines because and I try to whenever I unwrap them, I try to do it all in one unwrapping Aww. so that it's all in one piece that is very earnest one more um you know sometimes you just gotta marvel in awe at the worksmanship of a of an item like a desk or a chair yeah or a building sometimes it's just i'm just really impressed with what we humans can do with our hands wow you made it through <laughs> bud you're back out into comedy land oh, oh that was horrible oh god and if you get a if you do a bad prank, it turns out you have egg on your face. Hey, there Is that you a go. good joke? Am That's I, am really I back? I'm, I'm back, baby. I'm proud of you. Uh, folks, we have 
We are so tired of receiving the constant messages, the constant emails, the constant text to our phone. You have found our phone numbers begging and pleading for us to play this next game live on air. I mean, we get it. Yeah. So we're going to be playing a game called Breed of Chicken or Fancy Wine. Now, we you you cannot no one can get enough of this game. It's the next no wrong answers. <laughs> All right, Paula, are you ready? I was born ready. All right. The first one is Gournay. Gournay is Gournay makes me think of gourmet, which makes me think that you're trying to trick me that it's a wine. So I'm going to say it's a type of chicken. It is a type of chicken. Yes! Le Poule de Gournay, or the Gournay chicken, is from the upper Normandy region of France. It has ancient ancestry that may date back to the age of Vikings. It's only Le Poule de Gournay if it's from the Gournay region. Yeah, right, exactly. Otherwise, it's just a sparkling chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a spotted hen. Uh, <laughs> all right. The next one is Gamay. Okay, well, that sounds a lot like Gournay. And also, you said it with a little hesitation, so that makes me think it's a wine. All right, well, you're gaming. You're metagaming. But yes, it is a wine because I pulled it off the dome. All right. Ready? Yeah. Here's another one. Isbar. That's a chicken. It is a chicken. Oh, because it's a beautiful name for a chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. This is my chicken Isbar. (laughs) This is my chicken is by. You know, if people are listening to this and they're loving this game, they're living for this game, there is a documentary that our buddy Steph Weber told me about on Amazon called Chicken People that is buck wild. You will all love it. It is so earnest, it will make your eyes bleed. Actually, Paula, I think this is maybe funnier for me to find the funniest names of chickens. Just because I think it's... Switch it up. We're changing it. It's now the game that's moving the nation called Josh Reed's Chicken Tie. <laughs> well, there's a lot of fancy chicken types and things like a, uh, you know, like Isbar or uh, sure. Araucana, things like that. That one's from Chile. But I just want to talk about some of the ones where it feels like they gave up when they yeah. <laughs> when they made the- Named them. This so, was the, the ninth child. Yeah. So the first one I want to talk about is cream leg bar. Ew. Uh, it is a, it's a, uh, it's, it was developed in Britain in the 1930s. Hmm. I like this one. The Easter egger. That is someone who gave up. <laughs> Completely. Might as, well, might as well name that chicken. Big old chicken person. Yeah. But, Yeah. Waddle egg layer. Oh, yeah. This one is Mr. Feathers on (laughs) head. Um, Now, I do like this one called Cinnamon Queen. Oh, that's cute. Cinnamon Queen is a modern day production breed that lays brown eggs. They are crossed between a Rhode Island red rooster and a Rhode Island white hen. Now, I don't know why they wouldn't call it a Rhode Island pink. But I guess it's Rhode Queen. Island Rosé. Oh, yes, exactly. Yes. Oh. 
Um, also, a lot of these are named after like Andalusian or whatever they are, like the region. And like it's a like it's a a thing from that region. This one's just called a Basque chicken, Chicago chicken, Chicago chicken. But then also this one's just called New Hampshire. The Chicago chickens just eating a tiny little Italian beef. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I don't like that image at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a little bear starter jacket. <laughs> got a mustache. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know that I like the idea of chickens being meat eaters. That really well, scares me. I hate to tell you, but a lot of animals eat meat. Humans. Now, there is a type of chicken. There's a whole um, section here called ornamental breeds. Mm. Those are the beautiful ones. The uh, sexiest, only the sexiest chickens can be ornamental breeds. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, oh, this is buck wild. Let's just go into this for a second. So the first one of these, Cochin. Cochin, I'm not sure. So Cochins, along with Brahmas, are responsible for the quote-unquote hen fever that took o- that overtook poultry keepers in America and England in 1850. No doubt they're helping fuel the newest obsession with backyard chicken keeping. Hen fever? Hen fever. Wow, what a cool trend. That is not described at all. They just say it's hen one of those, fever. Uh, you know, it's one of those hen fevers. Yeah, a rush on hens. Can't get enough. Also, the frizzle. <gasps> a frizzle in the U.S. is not a breed of chicken, but rather a type of chicken describing curly plumage. Oh. Now, that's a, it doesn't make sense to me. Why? Just, what, if you're, if you're, categorizing chickens by breed why would you why would you list this as a breed it's breaking my organizational brain it's okay it's okay josh josh whoa whoa buddy it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's okay hey hey everybody stand back joshy it's okay <laughs> i think that's gonna do it for us it's gonna do it for us thank you as always for listening for another week we so appreciate you listening again and again. We love you. Do you have my a- resolution is to make you all happy? Every single one of you. Every single day. <laughs> Do we have any matwa? We have know. no matwas. If anybody has any earnest moments, we just keep forgetting to ask. That's on us. But if you have any earnest moments, we would love to hear them. You can send them over to us at, at being earnest pod on every form of social media except for TikTok. We do not know that one. So I, I kind of dipped into TikTok for the first time in this past week. It's great. It's, it's really great. It's really good. I had to give myself a rule of no TikTok before 10 a.m. and no TikTok after 10 p.m. Because mm. I was like, swipe city. Yeah, the algorithm is is wild. Yeah. It's really good suggesting. Yeah, it's real good. As always, thank you to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. She's at rb cruiser on instagram and thank you to dylan dutch for our theme song he's at dylan dutch on twitter or you can find his music under the group death love (laughs) everywhere you find and stream music and until next week just remember there's no price too high to eat a dinosaur egg no price that's a once in a lifetime opportunity once in a lifetime you're on vacation come on treat yourself thanks everybody thank you bye everyone 
Why not be?